What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 26 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, man? Series 6 is upon us. I am so excited. The uh, day this comes out, Series 6 will be getting ready to start tomorrow, and... Oh, see, I thought it came out Monday. Uh, it starts September 1st, which would be the... Oh, t- gotcha, okay. Which would be the Tuesday after this episode comes out. Uh, which well, we, well, we've already played a Series 6 tournament, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, for sure, for <clears> sure. <throat> which uh, we will be talking about probably first? Uh, probably early on. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that one first. Uh, we could talk about the Players' Cup that happened as well. I mean, it's basically Worlds. I figured we would cover it to some good extent. Um, notably, a lot of the teams are obsolete because Series yeah. 6. But, yeah. Um, and then we've got our team of the week, which is Series Six proof. Yeah, proof of uh, proof of concept, I think. But uh, from talking to a couple guys on on Discord, they really like the team and they think it's doing a uh, real particularly well. So, so we'll talk about that too, probably at the very end. And then maybe some. I think we can find, might be able to find some other stuff to talk about. Yeah, who knows? We'll throw some variety segment here in the end or something. What do you want to start with? you want to start with the Rumble that happened, or do you want to start with Players' Cup? Rumble sounds great. Let's start with the Rumble. So, to the surprise of no one, Chasing L won again. Chasing cheats. <laughs> this is your first time participating. True, it is. Um, uh, let's see here. Chasing... Like we said, one overall. Um, still undefeated. Yep, three in a row. Now has a bounty tag on, on Discord. Yep. Um, Chasing's team was a kind of variant of, like, like hyper-aggro. Um, it looks very reminiscent of, like, Series 2 team's hyper-aggro with Durant and Charizard and Grimmsnarl. The, the big difference here is I always paired... Uh, Whimsicott with Durant, but, I mean, Grimstarl seems to fit that, that role pretty well, like, too, so. Like, Grimstarl does a good job, has Fake Out and T-Wave, um, Amoongus, to that degree, also works with Durant, having access to Rage Powder and Spore, um. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's another thing that, like, I did pretty early on was Butterfree Durant, because you got Redirection, you had Tailwind, you have Sleep Powder, mm-hmm. like, Compound Eye Sleep Powder's real good. Oh, yeah. And, and like, you get healing from Pollen Puff, too. So, like, it was real powerful. The problem is, is, like, that was when Charizard was really popular and uh, really just looked at you and goes, Kay, Kay you're dead. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I'm going to put you in Sash range, and you're dead. Um, but, yeah, this team is very reminiscent of Series 2, like, Durant teams. Uh, Gastrodon's on this team to cover the Water, Fire, Grass core, and also just to take water attacks for uh, Charizard. I don't remember if this Urshifu is water or dark. I think it's the dark form. I believe this is dark. Uh, looking at this graphic, we have different ones for for both. Looking down at, uh, at CJL's team here at 5th. It has two different graphics, so I'm assuming it means oh, yeah, I'm it's assuming dark. that's the dark one and the water one yep. is the whole yeah. fancy arms. Um... Moving down to second place here, uh, tournament organizer Jiggly Dreams took second here. Uh, notably, Amoogus and Arcanine are on his team, uh, which I feel like that's going to be a very common lead come 
Series 6. For sure, for sure. Um, like, it, it's funny, we'll, we'll talk about our teams here in a minute, but very independently we came to Omugis, Arcanine, Rotom, Wash as, oh like, our mm. Firewater Grass core. Yeah. And, like, Arcanine, Omugis, like, we have four teams here with that with that core together. Yeah. And then, you know, your water types differ between... And then just whatever water type fits your bill. Uh, in the case for Jiggly Dreams, they needed a fast water type to uh, kind of counter... Like, to have a fast mode against Trick Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, they weren't a very good Trick Room team, but they had, like, Trick Room mods. Uh, Gigalith... Gigalith on this team felt kind of weird. I did not play Jiggly, so I couldn't actually... I think, maybe... I don't remember, man. This is like a week ago. And um, I played Jiggly round two. Inteleon beat me up game two, but I beat him up game one and game three. So yeah, if you played him game two, then I probably did not play him. So I started out with the bye, and then I went double loss into double win. I went, finished three two. I went double win into triple loss. Rough. I beat Jiggly, I beat uh, Austin, and then I lost to Chasing. And then I lost to um, EB, and then I lost to Mac. I got pumped out hard by EB, and I beat Slacking, and I got the buy. Maybe I went 2-3. I don't remember, man. Uh, but, um, yeah, tell you on, on Jaylee's team for a fast water type. Gigalith to work in Trick Room. Uh, notably, you can put Weakness Policy on your Gigalith and bulldoze it and park your Weakness Policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Grimmsnarl here just to kind of support their Dusclops. That's another combo that you're probably going to see a lot more of is Grimmsnarl plus Dusclops because Grimmsnarl gets T-Wave and uh, Fake Out and can really help that Dusclops make sure it just doesn't go down. Oh, and like even even like advancing on that, we have Amoongus Dusclops where you have your priority redirection with Amoongus, but also gets a benefit from being in Trick Room by being fast. So, like, that that core together also seems real powerful. Yeah. So, and, and like, they're both insanely bulky, where they can both live hits. So it's just like, yeah, why, why not pair these two together? Which we see here on Jiggly's team, we see here on Matt's team in third. Like, that core seems really good together. Uh, Matt notably uh, went the other route. Instead of having a fast and a slow mode, they just went hard slow. Mm-hmm. So they have Lapras on their team as their water type, and they have Dragalgi as their trick room abuser. Which, you know, as we have seen in the past, you have uh, Bulldoze to trigger Weakness Policy on Dragalgi, and you get to do things with uh, with that too. So Notably, Dragalgi gets Electrotype coverage, so like you have all the coverage in the world yep. on this team, which is great. Um, next up is the first team that has no repeat mons from any of the team above it. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think there's any repeat mons on this team at all. Uh, I believe you are correct. Oh, there's a light part on another team. I was close. It's really close. Uh, this team has Hydreigon, uh, Colossal, Wartortle, Duraludon, Lipard, and Decidueye. So, okay, I ended up playing EB... And game one, I got punked out hard by Lipard. Just, like, could not actually answer this Lipard. Mm-hmm. Because I led to beat uh, Colossal War Turtle. 
So game two, I adapted to be able to beat the life hard and just got punked out by the colossal. That's how blocks. Like, come work. on, man. That's how they work. Uh, usually, if best of threes, you kind of just like have to find cute ways to abuse colossal. And if your opponent just overcommits, then you can get him. Yep, I I stumbled and I died. Um, Hydreigon in here is probably going to be the premier dragon. I feel like between Hydreigon and Dracovish, I feel like are going to be the premier dragons. Hydreigon's really good, man. And with not really having a a solid fairy that can answer it, like Togekiss is good, it just gets to run away with the games. Um, Primarina's probably going to be the only yep. mon that is scared of that. Primarina, and if it pops up, Sylveon. But I, I, I just think Primarina uh, does basically everything that, uh, that Sylveon wants to do just a little better. So... Like, having, having access to that water coverage is really important. You lose that on fire coverage because you, you don't get, like, mystical fire like But you Sylveon get does. Uh, energy ball instead. Yeah, which, I mean, that also just is fine. Like, you have a better answer for bulky water types with energy ball than you do with Sylveon, which has um, hyper beam. Yeah. That was my, that was my bulky water answer. <laughs> Um, speaking of Primarina, Primarina's on this next team. Um, another team that has a lot of unique mods. Mm-hmm. Um, a Marowak and Hatterene, only the only uh, not unique mods on this team. Uh, Sent to Scorch, a Marowak, a Primarina, Water Urshifu, uh, Raichu, and Hatterene. So, so I, I, I know what this team does. I played this team, and I lost to it. Um, I can't remember exactly what I lost to. Uh, notably, they have Parish Trap on their team. What are we trapping with? Senta Scorch can Gigantamax and will lock you in with Sentaferno. I did not know that. So there's two Gigantamax moves that trap? That's weird. Um... Also can just set up Trick Room and blow you out of the water. And also, their water mods are super doubly protected by both the Samarowak and Raichu if they both have Lightning Rod. Mm-hmm. I believe the the Marowak had Rockhead. I think. Because I think that was... There was something that came up with Rotom going into the Primarina. I'm like, well, if they have Lightning Rod, I just lose. And I don't think it had Lightning Rod. Uh, either way, uh, team's real cool. It's really unique. It has a lot of double weaknesses, though. Mm-hmm. Like the Senta Scorch and the Marowak, and then the Primarina and the Waterfoo. Uh, the Marowak and the Raichu both have the same weakness. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting team for sure. Um, the, like, Hatterene's just so good, man. I, I legitimately think, like, G-Max is gonna be, again, just one of the premier Trick Room abusers, which, I mean, it has been for quite a while, you know? It, it Even in Series 5, it's just been, like, super dominant. I think Hattering sees less play than we think it's going to get. Okay, why? Because it's not even fake out anymore. There's no... There's no... There's no psychic surge yeah. to protect your Hattering anymore. Your Hattering is just going to get fake out every time. Because you can't redirect that. They were they were talking about it today. Um, you know how Miasta gets psychic terrain? <laughs> Or, yeah, it's Psychic Terrain. Is, no, that's not the move. What is the move actually called? The sets up Psychic Terrain? Uh-huh. Psychic Terrain. Oh. 
You're used to seeing all the surges. Yeah, there you go. I was thinking psychic surge. I'm like... That's the ability. That, that doesn't sound right, Carl. <laughs> um, but uh, notably, that doesn't help. Yeah. Because <laughs> it only adds plus one. Yeah. And fake adds plus three. I tried. Clap them. Get them every time. So I actually think Hatterings needs to less play as an actual trick room setter and more sure. just as an abuser. I, I think you're going to see a lot of dust claps Hatterine. And I think that's just fine. Uh, so, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there, but remind me, uh, my other win was against, uh, Polygriff. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I know, I know I got, like, punked out by a Hatterene, and I thought this is the only one that I actually had to look. Um, the next team is who I played round one, and their team was really cool. Um. I, I got to watch your match, because I had a bye. Yeah. Uh, this Gothitel is competitive. I thought it was um, Shadow, Tag. Shadow Tag. So I lost match one, but then I beat him in the next two matches because I, like, once I, my teams usually work out. Once I know what your team does, I can mm -hmm. usually play around and adapt really, really quickly. Which was what happened on this one is I found out, okay, Gothitel is not a Shadow Tag, so I can freely swap whoever I want. If I have a bad lead, I can just swing around and whatnot. Um, yeah, you're not, you're not getting trapped in. But uh, Snorlax, Charizard, Azumarill, Herdier, Meowstic, and Gothitelle. That's a stout one, That's a sir. stout one, yeah. Not a Herdier. <laughs> Close. Be her I think it should be Herdier. Herdier's better than Stoutland. Hard disagree. Choice Man Stoutland gonna mess you up. Nah. You know how hard that Giga Impact hits? You gotta hit with it first. T true, but... So you know how hard uh, Adaptability Hyper Beam hits from PZ? Yeah, that hard. <laughs> The, the, the plus side is PZ gets Life Orb, and majority of Stoutlands are either a Choice Band. I've seen Assault Vest, which I personally like Assault Vest more, but this this is not the first time I've seen Stoutland, because I tried to make it work back in uh, Gen 5, when I first wanted to get into competitive Pokemon and knew nothing about it. I'm just like, oh, sand, you know, weather's really good this generation, this has Sand Rush, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> It, it wasn't. It was not good. <laughs> Notably, there's no way to set sand outside of Ancient Power off of Charizard or Rock Slide off of Snorlax. Um, does Meowstic get Sunny Day? It's that one. Okay. I, I figured it didn't get Sandstorm, but I figured it got Sunny Day for Charizard. Um, Notably, it also gets Rain Dance for Azumarill. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I know the Gothitelle was competitive, which it's scary. Competitive Gothitelle is real scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Azumarill was huge power. Charizard was normal giant Gantamax Charizard. The Snorlax, I think, was choice band set. Okay. I don't think there was anything else because it was just like, I believe it was all attacks. I don't think I ever saw protect out of the Snorlax or a curse or a belly drum or anything like that. Okay. And then I don't know what the Stoutland was because I never saw it. Hmm. Meowstic was annoying. Like, I hate, I'm just annoyed by Meowstic all the time. Meowstic was actually the last mon to get added to my team. Uh, early in testing, it was... I wonder if I still have that on my phone. Maybe. Um... Man, I cannot remember for the life of me, and I don't have it on here. Womp womp. 
I tried a bunch of different things, like testing for this. Originally, I was going to run electric terrain, like uh, Raichu spam. Mm -hmm. And then, like, after playing the game a couple different times, I'm just like, man, this doesn't feel great. So then I switched to what we see here. Like I said, I can't remember what I had instead of Meowstic. I don't know. It's going to bother me, but oh well. So we have, I'll use, okay. We have Amoongus, Arcanine, Rotom Wash, and then what really was the core was Kangaskhan, Aegislash, and then having Meowstic as like, uh, just like prankster, it was trick prankster things. So like we have eject button so we can go trick onto you and then sucker punch from Kangaskhan. <laughs> ah, hope you for an attacking move, yeah. gotcha. And then when that doesn't work, Kangaskhan gets to fake out, and then Amoongus gets to spore, which is sweet. Because we have Scrappy on Kangaskhan, we always get to hit everything. Um, I was running Body Slam on Kangaskhan because, like, I think it's better than Double Edge, and having that chance for Para is really good, and actually, like, was insane. Um, and then I had several games, especially in testing, where I brought Kangaskhan, Aegislash, and they, like, Dynamax or Urshifu or whatever, go for a Max Knuckle, and I just swap out, and just like, alright, cool, I ate your turn. <sighs> there was there was a game where they went for Max Knuckle into Kanga, I switched out. Then they went for Max Phantasm, and I switched back in. <laughs> like, cool, just actually ate your entire Dynamax. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> they conceded after that. I don't understand why. Um... Yeah, like we said earlier, uh, we shared a lot of the, like, the, our Firewire Grass Core was pretty much the exact same. I think you even, like, I showed you, shared my team and you stole the Arcanine set. Okay, so, uh, the Amoongus and the Rotom, we came to independently. The set for my Arcanine was, like, one move off, but we were both safety goggles, and I didn't know what EV spread to do. I was like, hey, I'm just stealing this, thanks. <laughs> but, like... Originally, you had Black Sludge on your Amoongus. I had Koba Berry. You switched to Koba Berry. Mm -hmm. uh, just because, like, I really anticipated more Town Flames than we saw, uh, than we actually saw, with a total of zero. zero. <laughs> so, Koba Berry was not very great uh, on, on Sunday, but... I had a team with Town Flame on it. I didn't bring it. But... Um, notably, my set... Was uh, PZ Corviknight Clefairy was my end. Was yeah, yours is way more traditional, and I wanted to play Scrappy Kanga. <laughs> um, literally, just Porygon Z Clefairy is just like, go get them. And then uh, I had a game go 40 turns with Corviknight. Good lord. Uh, I was paralyzed, but they actually couldn't like do more than a fifth. Because I had bulked up so much. So all I all I needed to do was try to get him low enough to where Brave Bird would Oko. Well, it turns out Brave Bird was going to Oko no matter what at plus, at plus six. I can't imagine why. Uh, I was very surprised because it was up against a Gastrodon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I don't know if this Oko's. And I just clicked it and I just... You sent me the replay for that. And after it got to like... 20 turns. I'm like, I, I am bored of watching this. <laughs> um, it was a lot of iron heading and scalding back and forth. I couldn't get burned because I was already paralyzed. Gotcha. So we are just going back and forth with these moves. Um, and I ended up getting the a really long game one, which was great. Um, 
But yeah, Amoongus, Arcanine, Rodom, those are really cool water and grass fire I, I, um, I said afterwards, I'm like, I could legitimately see this three being a core moving forward. Yeah, like it's a real good set altogether. Uh, another uh, another option you could do that I had thought up of was Serena, Arcanine, and then like Lapras. I've, I've seen that right That's around. another one where I, I was like, it's a slower core, but it's a little bit more bulkier. Um, I believe it was Wolfie who was talking about Serena over Rillaboom. Um, I think he had a video of, like, what do you play instead of the band ones now? Yeah, like, who are, like, what's the replacements? Um, I think he said something like that. I believe Aaron Zhang also said something similar about, like, Serena popping up in popularity, which I am, like, dude, I'm serious. I love Serena. Like, it has put in a lot of work in the... Two or th- I think I've had it in at least two, if not all three, of the draft leagues we've done. Like Serena is just like insanely good for me, and it has been for quite a while. So I'm just like, yeah, this is great. I can I can get down with Serena all day. How many times have you brought it in a match? Let's find out. Um, I think this season I brought it three of my four so far. Let's find out. Data is great. Data is great. I know I'm on the left-hand side. I must have passed you then. Three of the four. Okay, I was close. You swapped it for Togepi. How dare you? <laughs> okay, to be fair, Togepi put in a lot of work last week. You dropped it for Togepi. I did not drop it. I swapped it onto the bench. <laughs> there is a difference. It's all the same to Serena. <laughs> um... Next up in ninth place here, we have Slacking in his first uh, Rumble as well, uh, rocking a very slow core of Elmungus, Chandelure, and Primarina, which I believe is going to be like a lot of Trick Room cores here soon. And then brought along Como, Luxray, and Durant. So, I've known Slacking for years at this point. I've played with him, I've played against him a lot, like, in... Uh, Metas where he wanted to play competitively, but never had, like, the means to actually travel to tournaments. Uh, and I mean, I was kind of the same way, so we did a lot of theory crafting in 18 and 19 together. Uh, when the rule set for 19 got spoiled, he came to me and was like, dude, trust me on this, chlorophyll Venusaur with your Groudons. It's like, yeah, that, that actually just sounds insane. Yeah. So, like, we started doing damage counts, we're like, you can Oko opposing Groudons, Pre-Marinas, you're faster than, um, like, Geomancy <laughs> Cernius and Kinoko it before it gets one off. I'm like, this is actually insane. You deal with three of the best Ubers by yourself. <laughs> so, uh, in 18, he was very much a component of, like, trying to get Como to work. And, like, he was one of the innovators of, like, the Intimidate Cycling team. So, like, seeing Lux right here is also just, like, Right up his alley. Yeah, it's reminiscent of that. He's very fixated on, like, these quote-unquote cute mons and trying to make them work. And typically does not play anything that people would consider good. So, like, seeing him play Amoongus in Pre-Marine is just like, what? Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this isn't you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I like I like the Firewater Grass Core. It's just the rest of the team doesn't really feel like it fits the other half the team. It's like here's all these slow mods like Trick Room, and then here's Durant and Luxray. 
Like, oh, for sure, that for sure. mid-speed tier, it's like, it, it can go slow, but it doesn't like to go slow, because it doesn't like to get hit. <laughs> so, Hobo's in the same boat. Um, notably, we have the Fairy Dragon Steel Core as well here, with Como, Primarina, Durant. We have our, fairy, our Fire Water Grass Core. So, really, it's just like, what is this Luxray doing for us? And it's just basically Intimidate. Yeah, like, it's just Intimidate. Like, it, I'm pretty sure it was the exact set he played on the... Uh, intimidate cycling team of just like, yeah, I'm gonna just try to stall out as much as I possibly can against you. I don't think he brought it against me in our three game set. I could be wrong. I would have to go back and look, but I don't think he ever did. Um, I know we had a game where just like, I right, had a Mungus put you to sleep. All right, you're a Mungus put my thing to sleep. It's just like, all right, this is really annoying, and if this oh, is going to yeah. be the future, that's, I don't want to play this. That's what the future <laughs> is, is. Can your Amoongus put things to sleep? Cool. Can your my Amoongus put things to sleep? Cool. Because we're and, just going to look at each other. And that's like, what's going to happen, is Amoongus battles are going to come out, and you're going to have to be able to beat up other Amoongus. And... My Amoongus did win me a game, because it was able... I had I ran Giga Drain on it, and I got the Giga Drain down a Primarina. Uh, I ran Giga Drain on mine to beat Gastrodon. Yep. <laughs> I, I didn't see Gastrodon. I think the only water bond I actually played against was Primarina. Um... Oh, no, that's not true, because I also saw the Seeking down here. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm pretty sure you told me something about getting corn drilled by a Seeking. My my poor Arcanine got corn drilled. Um, Polgriff, you're in 10th place with Trevenant, Marowak, a little Marowak, uh, Seeking, Escavalier, Rypard, and Hattering. Super hard trick room. Like, the hardest of hard trick room. And then Seeking is just like... I'm a horn drill you. <laughs> so, seeing it in team preview, I was like, alright, sure, whatever. I have Rotom to be able to deal with, like, it. And then it switched in on... It. I think I went for, like, a Max Lightning into a light part, and it switched in, and I'm just like, oh, this is awful. I am so dead. Yeah, you know, this, is, this is the one weird one that... It's the one weird water type that has Lightning Rod. Gimme. And then, like... <laughs> Uh, the Trevenant and the, no, this was, this was the, uh, the Alolawak that didn't have Lightning Rod. Because if it did, it actually cost me my game. It, it came in and, and Flare Blitzed me, and I'm just like, alright, cool, I can, I can actually beat this one. That's But Trevenant, uh, and the Alolawak are just like, alright, Poltergeist you, which hits like a truck from a Life Orb Trevenant, like. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize Trevenant got, um. Trick Room? Yep. Until I was talking to you, and you're like, oh, hey, by the way, what's what's going to Trick Room here? I'm just like, obviously the one that has Trick Room. And then later in that same game, Trevenant goes for it, I'm like, I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game two, he Dynamaxed the uh, the Hattering with the, the... He did copycat things. I can't think of Mons. Lifeheart, there we Life go. Lifeheart, copycat. Yeah, just like, well, that's really annoying. So that, I think I lost game two. Um, I know I got beat up by an Escavalier. Escavalier does a very good job beating people up. For sure, man, especially left unchecked. I think you actually got to watch game three of that set. I think I did. And it came down to, like, Arcanine versus Escavalier, and Escavalier is at, like, minus three attack or something. Yeah, it's poor like, Escavalier's not doing anything, and like, Arcanine's just like... Alright, cool. Eat you. <laughs> Get you. Um, notably, down here in 11th, this is not the team I was expecting to see, because we had talked about 
uh, Snorgar's team before this the whole event happened, like two or three days beforehand. Uh, it was a mono ghost team. There's not a ghost on this team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I think he just wanted to swap, so we swapped into Ferrothorn, Amoongus, Dracozolt, Toxapex, Frost, uh, Moth, and uh, Comfy. Is this weakness policy, Dracozolt? That could be a weakness policy, Dracozolt, because that'd be really cute if it was. I worst part is, is I texted you about this a couple days back. It's like, you were doing something with, like, Sylveon and Dracozolt, and was it Rain? Was it for the Rumble? Do we talk so much? I can't actually remember uh, what we talked about. That when. was Dracovish, uh, Sylveon. I had Sylveon on my chair. Yeah, there That's it was. my fairy coverage. I was like, do we want to leave this policy, Dracovish? I was like, no. I like, will, I will I just, literally die. <laughs> just beat him up. I, there is no bulk investment in Dracovish at all, and it will go down to this quick attack if I'm not careful. <laughs> Like, the worst part is, is you're not wrong, because I know how, like, insanely powerful Sylveon is. Even, even like, if you are minus attack nature, it's just like, it's still gonna ow, hurt. that hurt. <laughs> like, it's a stab quick attack. It's gonna hurt, no matter what. Uh, but yeah, this team, well, it feels a little off, because it really was a trick room center, and, well, Comfe is the trick room center. Like, if he had it on there, that's the one mod that can set it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. You wouldn't think this base 100 speed mod would have access to Trick Room. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, 97% of Pokemon get access to Trick Room, it seems like. <laughs> uh, if you are a Psychic type, a Ghost type... Um, Evidently, if you're a Fairy... Sometimes like... it's Fairy types, um, but usually it's Psychic and Ghost. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the Rumble. Uh, probably going to have another one in a couple weeks. Yeah, we. Uh, it seems like we're firing them every every other weekend. Yeah, it's about like, bi-weekly so. now, so yeah. So now that we got a system going, this next one will definitely be in Series 6, uh, full swing. Yeah, after they uh, said they had to reschedule for Sunday, I'm just like, well, if we play Series 6, I'd be way more like incentivized to actually play. And they're like, okay, well, we'll do that. Like, I was going to oh, say, we had, we had made the swap to Series 6, but then we realized we couldn't. they couldn't play on Saturday anymore. So I even got to play because I wasn't going to be able to play at all. Yeah, I, I was not originally planning to. And then, like, hey, what about Sunday? I'm like, yeah, sure. You play Sunday. Deal. Um, so, yeah. Uh, notably, I had I had my team locked, like, oh, like three or four days ago. <laughs> it's like, if I get to play, this is what I'm playing. Because I didn't know I was going to be off work on mm-hmm. this Saturday. It was just like, if I can play, I'm playing this. But um, it's just like, I don't know what I'm going to play. It's like, and I wasn't sure if I was going to play. But, um. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Series 6 so far seems to be one of, one of like, two things. And I posted this on Twitter when we were shouting out the podcast uh, this week, which has this this one's episode, last episode, took off. Like, I'm not surprised, man. Series 6 has got a lot of people's attention, but um, it's going to be very polarizing. You're either going to be, it's all going to be hyper aggro, and it's going to be, like, like Series 5, you got to figure out, like, if you lead wrong, you die. Or, it's, which is so I am all for which that. Which series five was great. Like I enjoyed watching and playing series five. The other way it could go is everything's a gimmick, and it it just gets bogged down and it gets real like rock paper scissory, which is you you learn greatest. like I mean the worst part is like how much how much redirection do we actually have in this like granted this is a, you know an eleven man tournament but. Is our only I redirection... I had two on my team. 
Oh, I, I always forget Amoongus good stuff, man. I know it's like so, the best mon. So, notably, there's like one, two, three, four, five. There's seven Amoongus and then like Clefairy. So, eight? Um, I don't see anything else that gets redirection. That's eight in the 11-man tournament, yeah. But granted, if you take away Amoongus, we have one. Yeah. So, if that's the case, Amoongus is going to be very important. Yeah, Amoongus is real good. Um, at slow, especially at slowing people down because you have to deal with the Moongus or Moongus is just going to completely slow you down. Um, which that, I'm hoping that the threat of a Moongus is enough to keep the four back in a fun state. Uh, the minute it starts to just go all gimmicks all the time, uh, kind of just like is going to ruin it for me. Series three felt that way. It was just like, ah, everything's fast. We had Venusaur to just go fast, sleep powder all the time. It, I, I will agree to I will agree with that. It seems like there for a hot minute, um, six out of six Pokemon on every team could carry a weakness policy, and like even even now it seems like all right. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that could, but like this is the most logical based on history. But there for a hot minute, it's just like all right. Well, everything here can carry a, a weakness policy from Excadrill to Titar to yeah. You know, just everything, like Togekiss was, like, you know, the, the mod that is known historically as a support mod. Well, yeah, you can run Weakness Pulse. You can run Weakness Pulse again. You can run Crit. Like, yay, this yay. is great. Uh, notably, the graphic we're looking at, they use Shiny Duraludon. I did notice that, and it's really bothering me. It's bothering the hell out of me. Because it is the only one on this entire spreadsheet. I, you can see it, too. It's the only shiny on the screen, and it's just, like, right there in the middle. And what really bothers me is Dorelodon Shiny's not good. So it's just like, mm, can we can we change that? Uh, but, uh, yeah, Rumble was great. Uh, looking forward to more Series 6 and how it's going to unfold. I really hope it stays a kind of grindy hyper-offensive versus mid-range format and not just, like, de- just devolves into this degenerate garbage that Series 3 was. Where Dynamaxing on Turn 1 is all all you see and Gigantamax Lapras. And... Yeah. Which I think Lapras is going to be really good. Uh, notably, the Lapras is on, that were, were played weren't paired with Comfey, which I feel like is mistake number one when playing Lapras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pair your Laprases with Comfey throw physical Gudra on your team as well and you got a real nice chorus right there like alright what's gonna be where who which one of these carries the policy which one's got life or which one's got policy let's go the correct answer is neither of them Lapras is like Clay yeah yeah <laughs> tricked you both Lapras isn't doing damage this game get so it's here to set screens and that's it yep uh, notably, I was running uh, Bisharp on my team's, like, post-Rumble, just, like, because it's Brick Break plus Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. and Assurance does a heck of a lot of damage. Um, and I was testing it with Rain, because it's just, like, Steel-type Rain gets rid of the Ground-type weakness, Kingdra can deal with the Fighting-type weakness with Hurricane, like, Kingdra, Bisharp, Politoed, it felt like a real good pairing. Uh, then I just kind of like dropped Kingdra Politoed and just kept the Bisharp because the Bisharp felt really good. Bisharp is something we're going to talk about later, actually. Yeah. Um, we have really, really interesting stuff for Team of the Week this week. 
it's kind of a revival of uh, an old, old original team that uh, we talked about forever ago. Oh, it was, like, it, it's, it was a like, wild. Like, it is is legitimately one of our early Team of the Weeks. For sure. So, really, actually excited to talk about this here. And, and now you get to play it on ladder. True. True, true. Notably, the first episode won't be on Series 6 ladder. Yeah, it's going to be really awkward. And I haven't figured out exactly what I'm going to do if I want to just, like, auto-concede matches to actually play against Series 6 teams. Because I know there's going to be people who are like, it's the last time I get to play Dragapult. I'm going to shove it down your throat. I'm just like, can you not, though? Like, Please I, don't. Can, can this thing go away? <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about Players' Cup first. Um to the surprise of no one, uh, Urshifu made a run back. Urshifu and Parathorn made run backs up through the Players' Cup. Not surprised. Uh, which we were, like, we talked about it last time. Uh, Parathorn was real popular in the qualifiers for the Cup. Mm-hmm. And by no surprise here, Parathorn did really, really well. It's, uh, I know we talked about Aaron Zhang's article last week on the show. Uh, where he highlighted that Ferrothorn seemed like really well positioned going into this tournament. And in all actuality, it seemed like it did okay. Like, it, okay seems like the best qualifier. Um, like, because the tournament was double elimination, it's a little bit harder. Like, you have to take all the stuff with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, people got out early and then they just got paired against other teams that got knocked out early. It's kind of this how the situation goes. So a lot of like a lot of the early teams got paired against like in this situation down here. Uh <laughs> pretty much two of the exact same teams. Yeah. One one of these two had to move on and it just so happened that uh this one moved on and this one got stuck behind but they were the exact same six. Uh so, we're going to go through and probably start at the bottom and work our way up. Yeah, I mean, we can do that. We can just highlight what we want to actually talk about here. Um, however however you want to do it, man. Notably, uh, a lot of the unique Pokemon are still here. Uh, a lot of people had, an upper, like, because of the way the Players' Cup Finals worked, you had the opportunity to reset and bring a different team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anybody, like, really changed anything crazy. I know... I know personally that uh, the winner, uh, Super Santi here, uh, they changed one Mon, but they brought Urshifu. Urshifu seems real good, man. Um, so, trying to figure out how they brought and who they brought. I'm not sure exactly who what is going on there. But uh, here at the very bottom here, we have uh, Joe UX9, as most people know him, uh, also known as Joseph Urgate. Uh, Togekiss, Dragapult, Excadrill, Moongus, Incineroar, and Titar. Probably the most standard of standard sixes you could ever see pre-Series 6. Yeah, this, this, I mean, like we were kind of talking about before the show, it's just like, hey, five of the six moms here are banned. There's a reason. They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, uh, if a Moongus had seen, if, if Rillaboom and Ferrothorn hadn't been so popular, I think a Moongus would have been on that ban list. Agreed. For sure. And like, the worst part is, is like, Ferrothorn's not on that list. Yeah. So, like, your your premier grass types moving forward are going to be Amoongus and Ferrothorn, and it's just like, yeah, those are both really good. The The notable thing is, like, they are both incredibly slow, though. Yeah. Like, there's there's no real dominant 
like chlorophyll abuser now. Granted, like your your sunsetter is now nine tails, which is I kind of talked about this on the laddering episode that went live uh, today, Thursday, where you it seems in a weird spot where like Gigalith and Nine Tails are obviously much weaker than their respective weather setters with Tyranitar and Torkoal, but they both do interesting things for their respective teams. Where like Gigalith can run a variety of sets, it seems like Nine Tails is focused in to do exactly one thing. Where it just wants to set its sun, and if it gets to do some significant damage while it's in, cool. Like, its primary goal is, I want sun. Whereas yeah. Gigalith is like, alright, cool, sand, but I also get to beat you up. Yeah, I have other things I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this team is very, very standard outside of this Amoongus. Uh, usually these teams, you see Venusaur on the spot. Yeah, for sure. And like, at that point, it literally is... Which... Uh, Funnily enough, uh, there was just, like, I guess a player's agreement, no one brought Venusaur. There is not a single Venusaur. Oh, that's actually hilarious. Um, <laughs> notably, like, it's Rillaboom, Ferrothorn, and then Amoongus, and then, like, the next next grass type you see is Lilligant. That's a mon that exists? Yep. So, okay, uh, looking at uh, Giovanni's team here down in, in the... I tied for 13th, I guess. The, the, the first loser's bracket. So, uh, this team is the same team that I believe he brought into uh, the qualifiers. Yep, it's pretty much the exact same six, I believe. So, it, uh, Aaron Zhang played this on uh, Road to Rank. And it's, uh, this team's cool. It really is. And Lilligan is super unique. And obviously, the Drapion is super unconventional. But it kind of just works. And when it works, it's super cool. But I don't think it's good. Yeah. Like, after watching the matches and, like, seeing now where Giovanni placed, it, it's apparent to me that this team is not as good as I want it to be. Yeah. Um, I think Gio got paired early against Santi, uh, Santio really, really early. Like, I think, like, first round. So that didn't do him any favors. Let's let's pair your meme team against a tried and true colossal team. Yeah. And see how well you do. Um, notably, not having any good way to deal with a colossal that got its boosts off outside of hopefully Aqua Jenny with Urshifu. <laughs> and if the sun is out, then this is like with your teams. It's like what you what your team wants to be doing is having the sun out. Then your chance of just Aqua Jet Yokoing it is just like really really low. I don't remember if this is water Urshifu or not. Uh, I believe it is on this one. Okay, I it's been a, two or three weeks since that video went live for Aaron, so I, I can't remember what's what, man. I feel like I've said that a lot tonight where I'm just like, yeah, I don't remember things, but eh, whatever. Um, next team in this first loser's bracket, bracket uh, in the hands of David Kotash, Togekiss, Gudra, Gyarados, Corviknight, Rillaboom, and Cobalion. Do we have a beat-up user here? Um, I think Gyarados gets beat-up. I don't... No. This is why we have Showdown. Of all the ones on that team, I think Gyarados is the only one that could potentially get beat up. And it doesn't. It does not. So I don't think any of these mons get beat up. Okay, so we're not trying to, like, meme people out of the game. No. 
And there's no, like, mon that's weak to a dark type attack. You know Dark Urshifu gets it? Neat. That is neat. I don't know if it's good, but it's definitely neat. Um, but yeah, so Gudra, Gudra does Gudra things. Uh, usually you can be special a sap sipper to eat sleep powders. Uh, notably with Amoongus being and Lilligant being popular, being played in this tournament. Yeah, that probably came up a ton. Um, depending on who they played against. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they didn't get matched against Ferrothorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gyarados. Uh, Gyarados does Gyarados things. Corviknight. Corviknight's starting to grow on me uh, for Series Six, mainly because Magmazone is gone. I can I can understand that. Um, um, it seems like it, one of its a couple of its really good answers are gone now with Incineroar Magmazone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I Incineroar, Incineroar was never bad, but the fact that you just, like, you may have bounced the Intimidate back, but if it's special in Synergish, it's still going to go down to Burning Jealousy. Oh, for sure. Because you want to bulk up turn one, and you can't. <laughs> um, and I, I'm trying to figure out what this Cobalion does for this team, but... I actually don't know. That's interesting. This is an interesting team, for sure. Um, next up here is Alistair Sandover in the last of the first-round losers. Uh, and notably, the next team above it is the exact same, so we're just going to lump these guys together. Uh, Gabriel Agati and Alistair Sandover brought the teams of Togekiss, Dragapult, Rotom Wash, Incineroar, Ferrothorn, and Porygon Z. Two. Uh, Porygon Two. Was there a PC here at all, actually? Uh, I don't think so. I don't see one. Nope. Nope, I saw Clefairy. <laughs> That's close enough. I saw Clefairy. Oh, no, okay, so this was... Okay, so I know what happened here. This is one of the teams that uh, they swapped them on as well. This was PZ, and instead they turned it into Archipu. Interesting. Because he was... Uh, G-Sock Lee was the one PZ player to make Top Cut, and they turned it into an Archipu afterwards. That's really interesting. Um, so, P2, Ferrothorn, Incineroar, Rotom Wash, Dragapult, Togekiss, pretty standard. Like, here's the slow mode, here's this fast mode, here's the support mons. I mean, even if you look at the, the team right above them, instead of Rotom, they have Pre-Marina. So, like, five of the six mons with the sixth one not being that far off. Yeah, so, like, the water the water mod you pick is okay. It's just, like, whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, again, this, this team is... Pretty pretty standard for for series five, so don't really have a lot to say for it at this point. Yeah. Um, next up here we have probably one of the more standard Cinderace teams with Cinderace, Bisharp, um, Rillaboom, and then Togekiss. But then we got like Araquanid in P two. I was gonna say you say standard, but there's an Araquanid here. So like, it's the one. It's one of the more standard ones if you look at one of the next Cinderace above it. Like, none of Cinderace's actual pairings are up there. No, that's actually interesting. Like, this is a more Cinderace-based team than the other Cinderace team is. Uh, so, we all know the power of Cinderace Bisharp. Cinderace wants to get you, like, you kind of need to intimidate Cinderace, but then Bisharp is defiant, and then Bisharp takes you out because you spent all your assets on trying to take out a Cinderace. That is Dynamax in front of you and is faster than you. Yep. Uh, notably, we have a slow mode with Araquanid. Araquanid is a really, really cute mon. Mm -hmm. uh, water bubble means you can never be burned. 
which is really powerful, especially on such a, like, high attack stat mon. Like, any anything that just wants to beat you up, like, um, this week for Draft League, I'm playing Evan, who has Haxorus. This is like, well, the one way I can kind of deal with this Haxorus is just get a burn off. And I have a feeling he's going to have a Lumberry on, and I'm going to be incredibly sad. You are. I know. Um, but, like, the fact that you don't have to devote an item to prevent that is just like, all right, cool. Now now it doesn't matter what you do. You can try to scald me. It doesn't matter. I resist it. It's not going to burn me, so whatever. You can try to fire a Will-O-Wisp off into me. It's just not going to work. So yeah. just whatever you try, it doesn't matter. Your your main way of dealing with my ability, like my ability to put out damage, isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, next up is probably one of the only teams on this list that is safe. For series six, yep. Uh, Grimmsnarl, Dracozolt, Gastrodon, Arcanine, Amoongus, and Corbinite. Uh, notably, we have Dracozolt here. Dracozolt is a great answer to most of these water, bulky water types that we see in the form of Gyarados, Primarina. Uh, notably, can take out Water Urshifu. Can notably take on um, like it can notably take on Corbinite. Uh, Bolt Beak Oko's a lot of Pokemon. It really does. Uh, Hustle plus Life Orb is just a ton of damage coming off from this thing. And, I mean, I I think Dracozolt could be a serious contender for, like... You you were talking about, like, powerful dragons moving forward. I think Dracozolt deserves an an argument in that competition. Unfortunately, Dracozolt isn't very fast, and its bulk is... Kind of lacking. Isn't it? I I know we've had this debate. Isn't it just as fast as Dracovish? I think so. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it just... I don't know, man. I want it to uh, be good. The problem is Dracozolts can be negated by just swapping into a ground type. Yeah. Whereas Dracovish doesn't care what swaps into it. You're still Gastrodon, care. sir. It doesn't care. <laughs> Maractus, sir. <laughs> it still doesn't care. What are those two going to do to Dracovish? Sucker punch you. Oh, boy. <laughs> what were we watching the other night? We were just like... We were, it was raids. We were doing we were doing a raid, and Miraculous <laughs> yeah. sucker punched the raid Pokemon. It's like, what? Why do you Why do you know that? Um, next up here, we get into the... Uh, starting to get into the quarterfinals for losers. Uh, this is essentially the top eight. Uh, we have Amoongus, Dragapult, Gyarados, Incineroar, Toxtricity... And I believe Urshifu of some sort. That looks to be Darkie. I don't know. The, the, the sprite's the same on all Which of them. Which is so disappointing, man. Like, how is it that a a one-man member can put together a graphic that can actually, you know, differentiate them, but a team for Victory Road, I believe this is Victory Road we're looking at, Yeah, which, can't. Which they take their sprites. These sprites are from... Uh, from just, like, Pokemon databases. So it's but even like, still, man, like, so you're telling me that the Pokemon company that has access to all this can't do it? Yeah. Yet, one of our guys can. Yep. It, it, it makes no sense to me, and I will not understand it. Um, cool part about this team is this Toxtricity sitting here. Toxtricity, I feel like, is another mod that was... Its stock goes way up with, it goes way with up Excadrill now. and Titar both being eliminated. Uh, I was playing a little bit with it. It answers Primarina really well. It answers all the bulky water types really, mm-hmm. really well. Um, Overdrive hits real hard. And then being able to just paralyze and or poison other Pokemon with G-Max. 
Stun Shock is really, really good. Uh, next up is pr actual beat-up. This one's got beat-up. Yep. Uh, P2, Dragapult, Primarina, Incineroar, Rillaboom, and Terrakion. This Dragapult is 100% a beat-up Dragapult. You could also be coaching on the uh, Terrakion. You can also do that. Like, that—that that is a mode. Especially having so many physical bonds on this team, I could actually see coaching Terrakion be good. Yeah. Coaching Terrakion for your Rillaboom. Yeah, that's, um, that seems insane. I think this Incineroar is Snarl... Burning Jealousy. I could... Yeah, that would make sense. This is a more supporting uh, Incineroar. Uh, next up, uh, getting into the uh, top six now. Yeah. Uh, Togekiss, Cinderace, Primarina, Incineroar, Ferrothorn, and Alolan Ninetales. Is it here just to set screens? I believe it's like, here's screens... Maybe get a blizzard off and like freeze somebody. Doesn't matter. I set screens. Cool. Yeah, like I have focus sash. You can hit me all you want. Cool. <laughs> I, I guess incidentally, it makes your Cinderace better. Like just, I mean, granted, screens makes everything have way more bulk. Like but... screens helps everything, but Cinderace being very not bulk, it helps all the time. For sure. Um. Next up is uh, Yuri's team. He ended up in fifth. Uh, we have Togekiss, Dragapult, Rotom, Incineroar, Amoongus, Excadrill. Which is pretty standard. Yeah. Again, I mean, it is. It's like, here's these five Pokemon that are banned in Amoongus. Yep. Uh, sir, there's a Rotom. Yeah, it could be any water type at that point. True, I'm not going to complain. Um, we're going to jump to top three here because we're running out of time. Uh, P2, Dragapult, Primarina, Incineroar, uh, Rillaboom, and Terrakion again. Yep, same same thing we just covered. Nothing, I have nothing to say in the, in the last five minutes. So, cool story about Nico here in third place. They went from loss in round one... To third place finish. All the way. That's awesome. They That's went insane. all the way up, and they lost to the... The only other person they lost to was second place, uh, G-Sock Lee. That's because insane. he got he got kicked out of the winners finals to fight the loser the losers finals and he just went back up to fight Santino again. Uh, G sucked in, right. so it's just like Nico's just like Cinderella story, and then it just gets ended. Yep, it's close. <laughs> which which it was really close. Hard. It was really cool. Um, uh, seeing Nico's team, it it is very one dimensional. It really wants to do the Terrakion thing. Mm -hmm. When we were watching it play on camera. And okay, so this one is beat up Terrakion. Like, this one okay. I know is beat up Terrakion. This really wants to do the Terrakion beat up. And I have a feeling Eduardo uh, Ferraris' team is the same. It, it, it would make sense. Having the exact same six bonds. It's just like, alright, cool. Like, I feel like they probably worked together at some point a little I can, bit. I can see that. Because like these are big tournaments, you want to, you all want to do well, and if someone has to win, cool. Someone has to win. Well, you you say big tournament, but big stakes, not a large contest. This was pool. this. Yeah, no. I mean, okay, this is the finals, though, is what I'm saying. Uh, like, it's what sixteen teams here. Sixteen teams here out of. 256 plus 256 plus 256 yeah, but, but, plus 128 yeah, but, I mean, plus you, the thousands of players that play yeah, to qualify. You can also differentiate between what you were doing and what you're doing now. So I'm saying they, that this has a more limited pool of players and not... Not a lot of these people didn't change their teams. 
True. They had the option. They gave him the option. In reality, you are correct. We see. I believe the only people who actually changed were Santino and Gisop. They everybody else pretty much stuck with their sixes that they brought. Uh, I mean, even looking at those, it's just like we made one change. We brought. We swapped one mon, yeah, and brought Urshifu, which. Getting G-Sock's team here, uh, we talked about earlier, G-Sock's team was a PZ team. He qualified with Porygon Z. Uh, notably dropped Porygon Z to bring um, Urshifu, which I believe I believe this was a water Urshifu, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was a water Urshifu because it was a Urshifu mirrors all the time. Great. Uh, because he would bring... His four against Santino was always... Um, Urshifu, Primarina, because he needed to be able to deal with Colossal. Yep. And then, like, Incineroar, and then I think Aranthorn. Like, those were, the, those were the ones he brought all the time. Okay. Because it's just, like, Ferrothorn's there. Once Colossal goes down, Ferrothorn's, like, there's nothing to answer Ferrothorn. Outside of this Incineroar, which you have two water mods to beat this Incineroar with. So that was kind of the goal, like, what the game plan was. Um... Which, though, both, all those matches were really good. Um, unfortunately for G-Sock, he just... The team... Santino's played a ton of Colossal. I think they were talking about it. Santino's played, like, a thousand-plus games with just Colossal teams. I would not be surprised, man. Especially, and, like, it shows when you actually go and watch the games. It's just like, this is so... Like, he's able to play around basically everything when it comes to this team. He knows what he's doing with it. Like, there was a lot of posturing trying to do things, something with Colossal a lot of the time. Uh, I remember there was one game, Colossal didn't come out until the very, very end, and then it Dynamics and just it took over the game from there. Yep. Um, I played Colossal in the first draft league, and that's what I would do with it a lot of the time. I was just like, okay. I'd apply pressure apply early. Apply pressure early. Now here's Colossal's going to try to 1v4. And Colossal's really good at being able to just 1v4 people. Yep, it takes literally one attack and it's set up. Um, so I'm not sure why we swapped to P- off of PZ. I feel like Porygon Z would have been a better a better match here against uh, Santino's team. But... It's, it's really interesting looking at this because, like, seeing that Clef, you think, like, Clef PZ is really good. So it's just like, huh, they're... It seems like Clef is kind of out of place on this team. Uh, notably, Clef Urshifu is still a really strong lead. Agreed. It agreed. works the same way as PZ. It's just like you don't have to Dynamax. You still have a lot of power without being able, without being forced into Dynamaxing to get all that power out of it. So you get to save your Dynamax for your Dragapult, for your Primarina, whenever you need it. Uh, last here on, in first place here, Super Santi, Santino Tarquino. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, Togekiss, Dragapult, Water Urshifu, Incineroar, uh, Rillaboom, and Colossal. So I'm assuming we have two different ways to set this up. Yep. With Urshifu and Dragapult. Yep. And then from there, it's just like typical support from Incineroar, Togekiss, and Dragapult. I'm assuming this is like Screen's Dragapult? Uh, no. Okay. Is it like... I believe it is, uh, Surf. I believe it was Surf, um... Light screen and then two damaging moves, or surf protect and two damaging moves. Okay. In the form of uh, Phantom Force and I think Dragon Darts. Okay. And then I'm assuming this is just like stereotypical Rillaboom with pick uh, an item. Wood Hammer, Grassy Glide, Superpower, U Turn. Okay, Assault Vest. Uh, choice Band. 
Choice band. Oh, there was a banded rill of them in okay, the top, so but I don't know where it was at. But I that would make sense out. because assault vest you carry fake out, and choice band obviously you don't want to for very obvious reasons. So being able to just have access to like U turn choice band is going to hurt mm-hmm. grassy glide if you can actually maintain your priority, which it looks like the only prior the only terrain Pokemon in the top sixteen is Rillaboom. I don't think yeah, there's there any is, other uh, zero in DD. Really interesting that, to actually think that they banned it. <laughs> and it's not even represented at Worlds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Santino's team was really, really cool. Uh, Zeno Verto on the uh, Discord has been playing a ton with this team. Oh, and he was yeah. He was really excited to see that uh, the team ended up taking over Players Cup and winning the whole thing. Oh... Ready for our last little segment here, Team of the Week? Let's fire this off, man. So we got, like we said, a kind of a throwback to one of our earlier teams with the Gengar Bisharp core. Uh, being able to sludge wave with Bisharp on the field is really, really good. And you just get all this extra spread damage from a very, very powerful Gengar. Um, Gengar being max special attack, max speed, as fast as possible. Sludge wave... Uh, Energy ball is coverage because you don't really need the ghost type. Like, mm. like what second it, what second types are you worried about now? Indeed, no, no. Nope. Uh, you were well, hitting no, DD. You were hitting DD. Uh, Hatterene nah. and Dusclops. Eh. P two kind of looks like a psychic type. <laughs> kinda. Um, so, energy ball is just like extra coverage because I don't think we have a grass type actual like actual grass type move. We have Giga Drain and Amoongus, and that's it. So having two of them is just, like, extra coverage, because Gastrodon can be a problem for this team. Uh, being able to hit Dracozolt and absorb a Primarina Stab. Uh, Hydro Cannons. Um, we'll, which, that's a whole other can of worms we'll get to in a minute. Uh, By Sharp here is pretty standard. Uh, this is about what I... Kind of what I would run. Um, okay. I would be max HP instead of max special defense, though. Especially since we are Assault Vest. I don't know how much that... Special defense actually benefits us. I would rather be bulkier and be able to take more hits overall from other mons than just like, here's my max special defense and hope I don't go down to anything that hits me with a fighting type move. Who was originally who originally was working on Bisharp Gengar? Was it Navier? I believe it was like Navier and like a couple other people who just like had jumped in on it. I can't remember, man. And, and granted, that was that's, so that's months ago at this point. Like, that's real early podcast. You can probably go back in the podcast episodes and find it somewhere. And be I able feel to like we talked stuff. about it like three or four weeks in a row. It, it was like the original Galarian Weezing. <laughs> <laughs> um, notably, the Bisharp moveset is pretty close to what I'm running. Uh, I am running Assurance over Lash Out, but then Iron Head, Sucker Punch, and Brick Break are all... Notably, Lash Out with Defiant is really cute. Because, like, sure, you intimidate me. I had a stat drop this turn. Smack you. <laughs> Clap them. Um, uh, assurance kind of works the same way. Bisharp isn't a very fast one to begin with. So sure. a lot of the times you're getting another move off to help Bisharp's Assurance take out mods. Um, which I, I've done that with against Dustclops. I've been able to just, like, icy wind you. Assurance. <laughs> yep. Clap you. Uh, notably, if you take life orb damage, assurance triggers. 
If you're I didn't realize that. Because it is it is technically counted as damage, so if you take life orb damage, Assurance will deal bonus damage to you. That's cute. Um, next up here is a Weakness Policy Pre-Marina. Which is not a mod you see with, pre- with Weakness Policy very often. You say that, man, but I've died to it. Uh, I've died to it a lot. I've honestly swapped to Torrent. I just... I don't even carry Liquid Voice anymore. Really? Yeah, it's like Hydro Cannon's like enough water. And most of the time, you're Gigantamax or Primarina when it's on the field uh-huh. anyway. So it's just like Hydro Cannon plus Moonblast plus either Ice or Grass type move plus Protect. Or unless you're AV, then you get to run the other one too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like cool. Um, this one notably is running Moonblast, Hyper Voice, and Hydro Cannon and Protect. Uh, max HP, Max Special Attack, and four Special Defense. Okay. I don't know if that special defense points matters. It might. Probably? I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I don't have showdown pulled up anymore. I honestly would rather probably... Like, your special defense is so high as it is, I'd rather probably just throw it in a defense and just, like, air on the side of caution, probably. I could also see putting it into speed so you add speed opposing pre-marinas. Yeah, you could probably do that. I don't hate that. Um, next up here is a, is a Dynamaxi Dracozolt. Uh, the only reason I know that is because we're running Aerial Ace instead of Stomping Tantrum. Yep. Um, Dragon Claw, Bolt Beak, Aerial Ace Protect, Life Orb, Hustle, Max Attack, Max Speed, 4, point, uh, four EVs and HP. Just gotta get that extra HP point. Yeah, it, I mean, dude, it it knocks people out. Yeah. The the fact that this thing gets access to Aerial Ace so it has Max Airstream is huge. Oh, yeah. And that's the big difference between it and Dracovish. Like, Dracozolt can Dynamax and actually be a good Dynamax mod. Dracovish wants nothing to do nope, with that. No, it wants Fish's Friend all day. You either click Fish's Friend, or you click Ice Fang, or you click Crunch, Psychic Things, any kind of strong jaw move, and it just, just eats at people. Yep. Um, next up is a Blast from the Path from Kelder. You don't see this Pokemon much anymore. No. Urshifu has kind of just like taken over its spot on most teams as, a, as the premier fighting type. Uh, notably, this is a Guts Flame Orb set. Max HP, max attack, and four defense. Uh, they were they were talking about it on on Discord. Did you know if you have Misty Terrain set, Flame Orb won't trigger? Yep, because you can't get status. Yeah, I I did not realize that, and then you know, like obviously they were talking about it. I'm like, that's actually really interesting. Yep, um, I found that out the hard way a lot of the times in uh, Rough. the Players Cup qualifiers when they were doing the IC. Uh huh. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. Rough. Um, detect Mock Punch, Dream Punch, Ice Punch. Uh, pretty standard Conkeldor for Guts. Yeah, this, um, I mean, Conkeldor still has, like, a truck. With less dragons in the format, I think you'd probably want to run Thunder Punch instead of Ice Punch, but that's just Just to have coverage for the bulky water bombs that are like, going to be back. Like, pre-marina specifically. Uh, it also could be that, like, Ice Punch is there for Amoongus. I think you could, Amo- you could hit an Amoongus. Um, Amoongus, is, I think, is going to be faster than you. Hmm. That's awkward. Because most most Amoongus that aren't in Trick Rooms aren't going to be min speed. They're going to be at 50, and you're wanting to be min speed Conkeldor here. Uh, Which is 45? Uh, it'll be 44 after okay. after you min speed. That was close. Because its base is 45. That was close. It works like Dragalge and a Marowak. Yep. Uh, notably, Amoongus after IVs is 50. So you don't even have to be like zero speed. You can just take your way down to 45. And just be one point faster than Conkeldor. And still be good enough for Trick Room. 
Got him. Uh, notably, this Amoongus is min speed, so it's going to be slower than Kinkelder. Uh Amoongus Coldberry Regenerator, pretty standard. Uh, max special defense, max HP for defense. I feel like we are just going to go down to any flying type physical attack. He said he has not optimized this. Yeah. So um, this is the one EV spread, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to slap this on here. Yeah, I would definitely put more defense on this uh, Pokemon over special defense. You do not need all that You don't want to die to Talonflame. Talonflame is going to be a problem. Scizor is a problem. Mm-hmm. I think Scizor is a problem no matter what, though. Um, I believe if you're max defense, max HP, you can live a dual wing beat from Scizor. But that's, like, the only thing that lives. Like, as long as you don't get crit? Yeah. Um, Hope hope they crit the first one. And, like, that's from, I think, just, like, Technician. I don't even... I don't think I ever did the calc for Choice Band. Choice Band does a lot. Choice Band hits so hard, man. Um, Notably, this set is Rage Power Spore, Giga Drain, Pollen Puff, so no Protect on the Samungus. I think I like Protect over Pollen Puff. It kind of depends on what you're wanting the Samungus to do. Um, I honestly don't think we even need Giga Drain. I think I'd rather have the pollen buff. Okay. Uh, notably, you can't hit other Amoonguses super effectively still, but... I mean, does Amoongus actually have an attack that can hit Amoongus super effectively? I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. Like is poison or is this poison? Uh, Sludge Bomb is neutral, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I think I'd rather have pollen puff because we have so many Pokemon that want the extra healing... That that makes sense. So it's like, I'd rather have Pollen Puff just like, oh, okay, I can damage if I need to, but I'm usually going to hit Pollen Puff to heal my Burnt Conkelder, or heal up my Primarina that I got hit, heal up my Dracozolt from all its life orb damage, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So notably, we can trigger our uh, weakness policy on Primarina, which uh, still hurts a lot. Uh, notably, Amoongus is still slower, so it is a post-attack. So it's like you want to swap in and then proc it at the same time on the same turn? Oh, I, I forgot about Giga Drain proccing it. That's interesting, too. Like, you can Giga Drain proc it, which that's who you probably want to be doing with is Amoongus. Um, you can also proc it with the Energy Ball on Gengar. Uh, or Sludge Wave. Sludge Wave sl- hurts. Sludge Wave hurts. Energy uh, Ball. Energy Ball's really going to hurt, though. Anything out of Gengar is going to hurt. So I'd rather you pro- you just like switch it into your other slot and just Giga Drain the slot next to you. Or just energies. make a good prediction and take like a, a Thunderbolt or something. But I mean, still, man, it's still going to hurt. I yeah. feel like we may want more special defense in this pre-marina. Like, if that's how we're wanting to proc it was with like Gengar, that's going to hurt a ton. Yeah... If we're proccing it with, like, a Moongus, it's one thing. For sure. For sure. Uh, notably, if you were running Comfey, you can get it pretty much for free. True. Uh, which, that's probably going to be something I work- I've been working on trying to figure out a Lapras team for Series 6 for, like, since we got it announced, I can't I can't figure out the Lapras team at all. They all just feel the same. It's just like, here's Lapras, here's Comfey, here's Gudra. Alright. Cool. See you next week. I don't know what else to put in here yeah. because it's like this weird set because Lapras and Gudra both want a Dynamax, so you can't really play any other Dynamax Mons. So you really just need to play good Mons that are not Dynamax Mons, and then those don't really exist anymore because they banned them all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason all these Mons are played because they make both good Dynamax and not Dynamax, and it's just, they're all gone. 
Um, but yeah, that's Team of the Week for this week. Uh, like I said, uh, first ma- first day will probably be on Series 5, but then... Most likely. Then Thursdays and Saturdays episodes will definitely be on Series 6. For sure, for sure. So, really, really excited to actually play with this. Uh, like I said, this is a team that has kind of always been a part of our community in some extent. So, actually getting to play it for the first time is really cool. Really excited for this one, so. Same. Um, draft League's getting ready to wrap up. For sure. I have my match. Uh, we're recording Thursday night. My match is Friday morning. Um, so. Notably, by the time this goes up, we should have Top Cut figured out. For sure. And we'll be working on getting that done up and try to get as many of those matches on YouTube as possible. Um, I was out, like, at the end of last week, so, like, I, I'm not, like, I didn't even really record my match to put up on YouTube. I believe I am locked. It, I mean, it's really, really close for me to be locked. Yeah. Um, like, I You think want it, certain people below to win. Yeah. You, you really want EB to win um, because that'll bring your tied opponents at 3 and 2 up, meaning you have better breakers that yep. way. Um, notably, like... Uh, also, I, I think Tommy, Tommy, since Tommy lost, you're like, your breakers, that was going to be another boost is because you played Tommy. And if but Tommy made it in, and... that would have been another boost to your breakers, but he lost. Uh, notably, uh, my opponent, I thought was going to be a very low chance, but because of who they played, they're like the number one 3-2 right now. Currently, yeah, but I also haven't played, and I think there's a couple others that still need to it at 2-2. Two two. Um... There is one more 2-2 two and two match, and then there is another 2-2 two, two versus 1-3 match. Rough. Um, which I believe EB is one of the, is that 2-2 two, two versus 1-3. Okay. I believe. It's real, real close, man. It's going to be real close, because there's a lot of 3-2s that aren't going to make it in. I think, I think if I lose, I'm going to be at like 7. Yeah, like your breakers aren't that great. And if I win, I'm going to be at, like, second. Now, granted, the minute you play uh, Evan on Friday, your breakers are going to go up. For sure. Because, well, actually, no. It's actually going to probably not help you a lot. Because your tied opponents, like, you're not going to be tied with anybody because you're you're still going to be, if you win, you can get tied with him. But then, like, then you're just locked anyway. But if you lose, your, t- your tiebreakers don't change. Yep. It's really awkward. So... That's why I said you gotta hope EB wins. You gotta push. You gotta, gotta go cheer for EB. Hashtag Team EB. <laughs> um, who else? Who else can make it in? I can't remember off the top. Of my I would head. have to pull up the bracket. Well, guess what? There's this wonderful thing called the internet. Boop. Let's see here. Who is left? Who can make it? So I know. Uh, I believe Raging Lust and Mafia is another two two and one three, and then EB ninety five and Markle are a two two and one three match. Yep. So 
depending on who wins. Like, if EB wins, then your breakers get better because you're tied. You have the tiebreaker over EB, and so on and so forth. Um, which you really need that tie point. I really do. You really need that tie point, or just don't lose. <laughs> yeah, that's the other option. Uh, notably, my uh, the, the next tiebreaker down is your uh, buccal score, and uh, my my score is freaking insane for being at one and four. <laughs> I probably had one of the hardest strengths of schedule. Oh, like, for sure, for like, sure. Through the entire tournament, I think everyone I played is X and three as like three uh, has been three or higher is in the three or higher right now. Besides Yarb, who dropped early. Yeah, I am. Uh... I really need to win. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you, you looking at win. this, I really need to win. Otherwise, I'm probably going to be Bubble Boy. Um, notably, if uh, Chasing beats... I believe Chasing's playing Xeno. Yes. No, Chasing's playing Jubits. Which is a 3-1 matchup. Yeah. And then Xeno is playing Jibuchi. Uh If Xeno loses, it's going to help everyone. Uh, but a lot of these three ones that end up being four ones, you need certain people to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you specifically, like, you want... You want any of these ones above you to win. You don't want Jibits to win. <laughs> nope. It just makes things more complicated. Yeah, you'd rather have Jibits lose, not jump you. Yep. That way... I think if uh, Zeno loses, he's still going to be above me. Yep. If Zeno loses, he's still above you. Um... Chasing and Jibuchi are both one point above you in the Bookholt score and are both in the same tiebreaker bracket. Um, so it, it's going to come down to the wire here who actually uh, makes it in. Uh, poor Quentin. Poor Mr. President down here. Still still without an actual win. To be fair, he didn't play this week. He, he gave his win up. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think he was going to win it anyway. Well, you know, man. So, uh, but yeah, draft league is going to come to an end here soon. We're probably going to have a little mono type tournament in between draft league and this draft league and the next one. Probably do something like we did with Little Cup, where hey, bring a team. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to do that. Just hey, bring a team, do whatever. Uh, notably for mono types, I was thinking of like having people draft a mono type, like draft a type. That way, there's no shared types. That's fair. That that also could make sense. But then you're locking them into one type. Which, that's kind of like the thing. is just like, pick the one, pick the type you think you can actually win with. True. Because there's, there's a, that's the cool thing about Pokemon. There's no like one super type. There's good types and there's bad types, but there's no like, this type is better than all of them. Because everything has a weakness. True. And Pokemon's great because they give you coverage for everything. Yep. Thank you, Mystical Fire and Energy Ball. <laughs> everybody gets Energy Ball and everybody gets Mystical Fire. It seems like it, man. For sure. Same with, like, there's there's a lot of mods that are just like, yeah, why why not give you, like, Play Rough? Oh, yeah, like, um, um, Luxray. Luxray gets Play Rough. Yep. Luxray uh, gets Baby Doll Eyes, man. That's that's a move I forgot didn't have priority until I actually went and read it. I'm just like, baby doll eyes, what does that do? Like why why is this weird? It's priority, that's why it's weird. Um But yeah. So we'll have more information on tournament stuff coming up in the yeah, next just, couple weeks just, probably. Uh just keep your ears open, keep your eyes open on Discord. We'll 
keep everyone posted as we post. So if you're not part of the Discord, you should consider joining the Discord. Highly, highly recommend going joining our Discord. Our people are great. Our community is great. Plus, you get to do all those fun team building exercises. We, I think, we built a new team every day for Series Six. Probably. I think man. we like we worked on a new team every day. And like, not only that, but like, then you can submit stuff for Team of the Week, and then you can see me play it on YouTube. Get your teams on YouTube, which is great. All kinds of great stuff. So, and then you can you can always go look at you know we have animal picks and we have food picks and oh yeah we have so much stuff. Uh, we were building desserts today. In, I, I in saw the food channel. I saw Zeno that was, was asking for uh, for help. Um, and then we had some puppy picks today, which that was a lot of fun. Animals are great, man. Any anything else we need to touch on before we get out of here? Um. I can't think of anything. Cool. So, uh, we talked about the Discord. Make sure if you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button. Leave us down a comment down below what you're working on for Series 6. And if you're new here, go ahead and hit that subscribe we'll button. See, yeah, hit the subscribe button. We're Ring like, that bell for notifications when new stuff goes live. We're Basically, 27 away from 100 subs. Man, we're so close. 27 away from breaking a hundo. You know what that tells me? We have people in the Discord who aren't subscribed to us on YouTube, and that irritates me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a lot of people who probably aren't like subscribed and like are in the Discord. And then because let's there's, see. there's a lot of random ones. True, true. We have a bunch of people who listen on various platforms that aren't subscribed to Discord or the who aren't in the Discord or on YouTube either. So yeah, if you're one of those, make sure you go and do all that stuff for it too. And let's see. Carl and I are on Twitter. Uh, we have at LR Lessons, myself at CardinalNoble25, Carl at Musical underscore 33. Carl and I are both on Twitch at MrMissouri25 and at Musical, uh, Discord, YouTube, Twitter. That sounds like everything. Yeah, that's everything. All right, everybody. We're getting out of here for this week. We'll be back next week to talk about some actual more Series 6 stuff. And who knows what else, man. We'll figure that out next week. Yeah. Have a good one, everybody. Peace.